Hello and welcome to the Energy Forecast 2022 and over the course of January I'm going to be interviewing nine experts on the energy of 2022. So you can get a free workbook, you can see the link here, please go to this link and you can sign up for a free workbook about the energy of 2022. Every single expert that I interview, I'm asking them to give me an exercise of something you guys can do and integrate into your lives to make 2022 the most amazing year ever. So go to that link, sign up for your free 2022 energy workbook. If you haven't already, please subscribe to my channel. From the 7th of January, we're gonna be having nine experts, astrologers, numerologists, shamanic practitioners. I'm going to be talking about the Akashic Records. We're going to have lots of different experts discussing the energy of 2022 and how you can utilize this energy to have your best year yet. So hello and welcome to the Energy Forecast 2022. I am your host, Aloise Surfleet Middleton. And today I have with me a new friend, but a fast friend already. We've established that we have past lives together, which is always a good sign. Abby Wynn is a spiritual teacher and healer and energy worker and previously a psychotherapist. Abby was recommended to me by someone in my community who spoke so highly of her that I knew that we had to get her on this energy forecast. So Abby, welcome to the podcast. Oh, I'm just soaking up the appreciation. <laughs> <laughs> it's fab to be not? here. It's really good to be here. Thanks for having me on. No, not at all. And we've had some really nice synchronicities already. And there's lots of energy rushing through my body as we are talking. So I know that this is going to be a fantastic conversation. But do you mind sort of sharing with my listeners who maybe haven't come across you so much, like a little bit about your work and what you do and how you got there? It's really interesting. I had a phone call during the week with somebody who's moving into where I was 10 years ago. And you did mention there that I was previously a psychotherapist. I have all the accreditation. I did all the training. But sitting in a room with somebody and not being able to go into the spiritual healing aspect is for me just doesn't work. And so I had to invent how do I present myself? I was a Reiki master teacher at the time, Seikem master teacher, shamanic practitioner and psychotherapist, as well as being deeply intuitive, not realizing I was a psychic. You know, the more you work that muscle, the more it opens, the more flows through you. But it's also it's a co-creation, Aloise. So if I allow, then it expands and then I allow and it expands. And so I came to a point where my clients were showing up and I kind of already knew what they were going to say. <laughs> I thought that's kind of the scariest kind of possible psychotherapist you could ever go to is one who's psychic and knows when you're lying. <laughs> Or not telling things. So I thought, well, how do I work with this? So I found it was incredibly useful to use the way I can read energy and the shamanic work, the healing and that to see, okay, well, what does the person know in their brain and what does their energy want to tell me? Mm -hmm. And then how can I express what their energy is saying back to them? And then I would end up using the psychotherapy to help them hold the new formation, the transformation after the session with me. So they would transform something. They would shift and I say, okay, that pattern is gone, but your brain doesn't know it. And so when we're sure. finished, you're going to go back to the old thought pattern. So I would use the psychotherapy as a way to hold the thought patterns as they get ingrained and embodied into the, the client. So I realized then after working like that for a while, that many, many people seem to have similar issues. And I started writing books. 
So I think I have about 10 books. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. And I've and then and now I have a diary, which is what attracted you to me, mm. I think, which is called a one day at a time diary, which is based off of the energy of the year to come. It wasn't originally. The first two diaries I had as five years and, and four years ago were based on lovely themes that I pulled out of the air now as, as a healer, a shaman. You don't just pull stuff out no, of the air. But for me, it felt year three. I'm not doing the themes in the same order as the last two years. This doesn't make sense to me. So I talk to the publisher and I say, look, we're moving, we're flowing, we're changing, we're growing. I'm going to get an astrologer. I'm going to work with the energy of the year and then base the themes on the best way to support yourself, depending on what's coming in for that month. Beautiful. So try and find an astrologer who's going to give you a general reading for a whole year. <laughs> two years in advance is very difficult. So not so easy no not so so I learned a lot about astrology and thankfully now I have someone I can depend on but what's really interesting is go back to what I just said earlier about allowing and growing and allowing and expanding and shifting and growing when I get the report in it's almost like I already know what's coming and it's just a confirmation now and a validation and I think what you're doing here with your energy forecast for the year is stunningly important because I've been listening to so many different people and not really sure. Whereas if you can validate Mm. and come into your sense of center and self and say, okay, this guy says this, and this guy says that, and this guy says the other, and go, what is it for me? And you know what? You totally like pulled it out of the air. Initially when the download that I got in Akashic Records was people need to practice their own self-mastery. So we set up the series with everybody understanding that they are a master and they're going to watch all these beautiful beings such as yourself and they're going to pull out the bits which resonate for them which they want to take on and then they can really integrate the ones that really work for them but they're the master they are the sovereign being that gets to choose what works for them yeah I I I was thinking I was saying to you earlier before we started recording that I was doing a group session yesterday and the audio Mm -hmm. didn't record again that's like surfing in the storm what do you keep what do you not keep do you worry do you not worry but that session is a life mastery session so even if you're not feeling like you are a master first of all if you're listening to anything like this then you want to become the master of your own life which sets you apart from a huge amount of the population which is amazing but to own what works for you doesn't work for me and what works for me might not work for you and to say okay well we're not here to all get the same process we go through the process and learn who we are some of us are in our yacht some of us are in our boat some of us are on the surfboard it's the same sea and so we have to look at well do I need to go back and repair the hull of my ship do I want a bigger ship and put the work in that way And I love what you said about when you were developing this beautiful medley of gifts that we get given, you know, your soul is different to my soul. We've had different past lives and that all integrates into what we're here to do here. But I love what you said about allowing. And I think one of the questions I always get asked is how do we do that? How do we develop our gifts? And I think what you just said is so poignant because we have to lean into them and practice them and then allow, if you see what I mean. And a lot of people don't necessarily do the leaning in enough and it's like anything else you don't it doesn't just turn on one day you have to evolve and develop it with it well I think what I like how you're saying the leaning in for me it makes me think about permission to the point where have you given yourself permission to accept that this is a gift 
because what happens, we go right back to what is your purpose? Why are you here? And I just keep it simple. You're here to shine your light. Mm -hmm. And anything that makes you, encourages you to shine brighter is the direction that you want to grow in like a flower growing to the sun. But if you have a problem with feeling good or whatever it is that you're doing that makes you shine, then you might not have given yourself permission to lean in deep enough, say, to go there, to learn. Can you give yourself permission to make mistakes, to screw it up and say, okay. And instead of walking away and saying, oh, this isn't for me, I shouldn't be doing this, say, no, that's my learning. Now I'll go back and try again a different way. Yes. Yeah. So important. And by saying, okay, I'm not taking a personal I'm not going to judge myself. I'm really enjoying this. I'm going to make a total mess of it until I get it right. And if I don't like it, then I'll then I'll walk away and do something else. Yeah, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Because I think that's the other thing is that in our community, we have a sort of a Dharma life community, but it's where people, we do our spiritual evolutionary work there. And one of the things I always say to people is it's not easy. (laughs) This is your hero's journey. (laughs) You will be tested and it's up to you whether you go up the ladder or down the snake. You know, that's dependent on your own attitude. Are you, like you said, are you going to get beaten down and think, oh, I just can't do this? Or are you going to get yourself back up and keep going? And I think that's one one of the things really about the energy, not necessarily of this year in particular, but of the last few years, I think probably since 2012, where it's really become pertinent for people to take responsibility for themselves yes and to show up for themselves and do the work for themselves and one of the things that didn't resonate with me with psychotherapy is the dependency that's almost encouraged in a way you're my client you're coming for the next six months every thursday at two o'clock and that's it and then you can go off and live your life and go don't worry i'm going to see abby on thursday at two o'clock so whatever happens i can bring it to her mm. and so you're not really taking responsibility for your life because you know abby will fix it on thursday mm. and it doesn't work for me at all and i'm just sick of seeing you every thursday go off and learn <laughs> how to do these things and, and i'll see, I'll see you every six months and we'll sit down we'll have a talk and how are things and what's not working for you and what is and try this and try that and see how you go and that's creating the responsible healed person absolutely and if you know one of the things about energy healing and the borderline that carl jung was exploring at the later end of his life where he was dipping into shamanism going on that hero's journey and coming back with the red book with the journeys and the mandalas coming up with the idea of archetypes One of the things that I've found myself shifting into in the last two years is offering to clients, okay, well, what's your best healed self archetype look like? Nice. Because we have all the archetypes that break. We have the crazy person, we have the psychotic person, we have the addict, we have all of these illness and dis-ease, out of balance archetypes. Okay, well, what's the healed person look like? And because you can't see that, you don't think you can create it. So it's just, well, I'm just going to manage all of the stuff that I have here. Say, no, we have an opportunity now with the way the energies are. Yes. To say, okay, well, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to create a contract with my best healed self to become that. And this year is a really good year to do that because the energies, I think, are conducive to releasing, finally releasing the thing that you've already been releasing for the last 10 years that never (laughs) actually disappeared or never went and say, I'm really going to knock it on the head now. And just like you said there, Eloise, it's not easy. So if you were going to say, okay, I give myself permission to grow and blossom and expand into the light, I'm going to take advantage of this year's energies. 
so that I can step into my best healed self. And then you say, what's in the way of me doing that, which is how I kind of work. Lovely. Then you see all the things that are in the way and you might have to experience them. And that's the unpleasant part. Right. Okay. But you're setting that intention. You're setting that intention. So for you again, to not take it personally, when somebody picks a fight with you and all the old resentment, old jealousy, old guilt, old this, old that comes up and you go, oh, and then you fall into it and you're feeling it and you're back into the, the soap opera life. And then you have to catch yourself and go, oh, I asked what's Mm -hmm. in the way of me living my best life. And here it is again. That's the recognition part and go, okay, well, how do I stop myself from doing that? And that's the piece that a therapist or a healer can't do for you. You could end up being so caught in the drama of it because there's something seductive about the jealousy and it takes away responsibility and you start blaming other people. And it's really about having the extra eye maybe open on yourself to observe how you are in those situations and to go, okay, is this okay with me? And sometimes it just is what it is. So I think that's how we heal. We feel to heal, don't we? So part of our hero's journey is is clearing our karma. And to do that, we have to feel it. So like you said, if you're setting your intention for the year to be, okay, I want to get anything in the way of me being my best self, then that stuff is going to come up. And I think, like you rightly said, it's empowering people to have the tools to be able to cope with that when it happens, rather than fall into deep depression you know that if you channel the energy out you write you talk you walk you do all of that stuff it's going to help it move through you so I can see completely see Abby why you didn't the psychotherapy was not for you because (laughs) you're creating leaders I would imagine in the work you're doing well that's kind of where, where I thought okay I'm a healer for the healers yeah so that I would heal the people who then heal more and more people and or a teacher for the teachers but what's really interesting is that my trajectory has changed a little bit and that all my healing programs and everything are now online and they're available self-paced courses so that I can now go and write novels. Right. Okay. Very sensible. See, so I've written the self-care books, which are how to be well, how to heal your inner wounds. Those are my two main books. And then I have healing affirmations and I have all this other stuff, which I can't even remember now, but in order to to heal, to unlock, to open, I think, we have to go back to fairy tales. We have to go back to myths. We have to go back to story, go to the possibility of bringing magic into everyday life. Because I think when, as I was saying to you earlier about this year coming with the energies, if you imagine all the streams of energy coming into planet earth, there's millions of them and you get to choose what you want to step into how which energies you bring into your world okay the choice is based on what your vibration is at the time but also then setting that intention as we were just saying for your best life and then not to be pushing it but to go with it so that it opens and that you lift up into where you're going to and that brings that magic in and I'm hoping that by writing as a novel with a normal person who has a normal job and then all this weird stuff starts happening that people like us will go, oh my God, that happened to me. And people who are, let's say, call them like the muggles, the Harry <laughs> Potter, the people without magic will just think it's a great story. <laughs> or just the people who have the magic will go, oh my God, now I understand all these things that have been happening. So that's kind of where I've been brought to this year, which is really kind of exciting. Fantastic. So. And so you were talking before we came on about the energy of this year, And you were saying that effectively it is a really good year for people to 
dive into this kind of healing journey as such so could you speak to a little bit more about what you can see because obviously this is part of your diary or your calendar like what is yeah, it? yeah well I mean I'm still feeling a stickiness a hardness a difficulty it's like walking through a swimming pool with peanut butter sometimes and you just wonder why everything is just taking so much more energy than normal so when I'm saying to you about the archetype of the best heal self and show me what's in the way when yeah. you have a day where the energy is like treacle or like peanut butter and you're doing your normal things and you're absolutely exhausted and you find yourself getting angry at yourself and starting being mean and why can't I do all of this that's coming up to show you that this is how you're treating yourself and is that the way you want to treat yourself as your best heal self so to go okay to have the appreciation that some days are going to be difficult and sticky and other days you're going to be open and flowing and to go with what you're feeling at the frequency that you are and for you it's different than it is for me I have a couple of buddies I would text them and say you know my body is in such pain today is it energetic and they go oh yeah I'm in pain as well great it'll be fine tomorrow so don't know I'm okay maybe it isn't energetic maybe you just need to rest to allow yourself to go, okay, to do all the things, but sometimes some of the things you have to do is actually just be. Just being is really, really important. So if your internal trajectory is programmed through your intention and your permission to be at the highest vibration that you can be, obviously that's going to be different for everybody, but it's the most that you can do. And to know that, yeah, I mean, when I'm projecting into the energy lines of the year to come, I kind of feel an opening in spring, not because it's spring. I just, because I mean, the flowers are coming out now. I don't know what it's like where you are, but I can't believe it. We've got yeah, flowers they're now. a bit confused, I think, because of the weather. I know they're very confused. So I think, I think April, May, I have a feeling, a kind of a soft feeling about May, June is going to be kind of nice and, and. All of the people I've been listening to have been saying travels might open up again and, and around May or June. So maybe just to not be afraid to make plans, but not be so attached to them that your heart will break if something changes. And mm. that's also very important as part of growth is to not cling on to things, but mm. to not feel like you're stagnating either. Yeah, we've had to really let go. My husband and I were people that traveled a lot. And so we always had something in the diary and we always had something to look forward to in a way. And we just had to completely let go of that. And I think that's been the last two years. I don't know about you, but I've grown so much. It's been exponential, I think. And I think that's the opportunity that is in an environment like this. A diamond becomes a diamond when it's put under pressure. And all of us have been going through such an incredible time these last two years. But at the same time, it's, it's made us evolve and grow. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's a big wake up call as well. It's shocking to see, you know, different people, different reactions. But as you were saying earlier, where are you living and what have you chosen to have around you and who have you chosen to be around? And is that working for you? I mean, I've been married now nearly 30 years and my children are all teenagers and grown up. And it's very much a lesson that I learned when I got married all those years ago was we're not going to live for the holidays. We're going to live for every day. And so that's something that I have cultivated for years, whereas for some people it might be a new thing. So again, it's about where are you with your growth experience, your process and 
maybe what's it's between it, you and where you need to and be. where you need to be but also to take an opportunity to look back on the last two years and what's my biggest learning yes. what was the hardest thing for me and instead of being upset about it to say well how can I look after myself in it and again not creating anything we're saying okay if I need to look after myself better this year which is really the premise for uh, One Day at a Time Diary, which is about cultivating a better quality relationship with yourself, showing up and being your own best friend and sitting with yourself and checking in at a deeper level. Well, how am I today? Is the energy like treacle or is it me or is it an emotional thing? And what can I do to support myself to get through the day instead of pushing myself to get through the day anyway? And things like, well, look at the to-do list and can I do all of them? Should I leave some of them till tomorrow? And then in a few days time, you might have a burst of energy and you get through a whole week's worth of to-do lists. What I'm hearing is it's going <clears throat> to grow and being kind to yourself moment to moment, depending on how you feel effectively. Well, that's kind of where we are. I think time feels like it stagnates, stagnates at times and then it feels like it accelerates and I'm feeling an acceleration at the moment. I know also when planets are in retrograde, it feels like you're going backwards. And then when they're all heading the right direction, it feels like things are going faster again. So at the end of the day, what we've all been faced with in the last few years is the possibility of our death. And we don't talk about that very often. So you could say, okay, well, if today's the last day that I have of my life, what would I do different? Or if this is the last year that I have, I mean, all these people that are dying that unexpected and shocking. I've lost friends, my, you know, boy in my son's class just died, just died. And so you say, okay, let's live the way we want to die. Let's die the way we want to live, say the things, do the things. And okay, yes, my heart longs to be in Peru climbing a mountain, but I can't go because of travel restrictions. What is it that I feel I would be getting in Peru and how do I give it to myself here? Fantastic. That kind of thing. What is it if I'm agitated? How do I calm myself down? If I feel trapped, how can I get the sense of expansion? And you were saying before about timelines and how there are multiple, multiple timelines. And one of the things for this year coming forward for people is that they really need to choose and be mindful of the timeline that they're on. Yeah, I have a feeling as you're saying this, that this is now fine tuning at the personal level. I think speaking shamanically as a collective, as the world population, I think we jumped a few timelines into a better timeline than was possible before. I think it leads us on, of course, to bigger questions about free will and the plan, why we're here and all of that. But to take it as most simplistic, we passed some test or other and we got a better quality result. And so it's like we picked Earth out of a darker, heavier frequency and lifted it up to a better one. But Earth is already on that course now. That's what I mean. So the trajectory for planet Earth is of the light and that's it. But you still have a choice as the person that you are, what your trajectory is going to be Mm -hmm. and what kind of life would you like to have? So just like I was saying, some of the work that I did 10 years ago is now coming into play now, but I've already done that work where some people haven't done that work. Maybe now is the time to do the work. Yeah, sure. So choose your trajectory effectively about. Exactly, exactly. But you can sit down and talk about it and talk about it and talk about it and it does nothing. But it's like putting more paint into the glass and just stirring it around and it just gets muddier and muddier. As you can say, okay, I'm finished with, I'm going to just do, I'm going to be, I'm going to transform this and I'm going to move on. I'm going to let more light in. Expand. 
expand and give myself permission to feel joy. Like we were saying earlier, give myself permission to learn what my gifts are. You know, some people who are watching this, anyone who's attracted to a video like this has a gift that maybe they're not utilizing. Maybe as I'm saying this, they're going, oh, maybe that's what it is. You know, I say, okay, so how can you work with that? You have to bring it into your awareness. You have to bring it into the front of your consciousness and say, okay, I'm going to have patience with this, but I would like to cultivate this. I'd like, you know, and it's like a seed you plant. Well, it doesn't just grow overnight. No, <laughs> and I think, you know, you made some very wise uh, advice earlier about this intention. Intention is powerful. Asking that it's given is real. If you hold in the forefront of your mind what it is you want to develop, discover, find, be told, whatever it is, that is what your guide, guidance will deliver. But we are powerful human beings that need to focus our energy and attention on what we want to create. And when we do that, it really can have incredible results. So and even focusing our attention on who we want to be. Yeah, beautiful. Because when we are ourselves more completely, more fully, we can sit there, let's say, around our family who might be saying things that we don't agree with. We don't feel like we have to jump in and have a fight with them about it. We can say, OK, well, I know who I am and I know what I feel and I know how I think. And I don't have to justify that and I don't have to validate that and I don't have to fight for my space at the table. So I'll just listen with grace, love and compassion and I'll walk away and I haven't changed. You know, I don't feel like I have I have to please anybody anymore. That comes with age as well. But I think more and more people are getting it earlier now because of our ability to just know what people aren't saying you know well, it's or what kind people... of this big elephant in the room isn't it and some people see it and some people don't <laughs> I don't know I think all people have the capacity to see it some people just don't want to because it makes it's blinkered life and I'm happy and this is what I'm going to do and I'm just going to stick to this and that's fine and you go okay but that's your choice and if this was your last year or your last week or your last day of your life and this is what you're choosing then and that's what you're choosing that's okay but it's not what I choose and I'm going to do what I choose and live my life how I want to live. And that's good for me. So yeah, really beautiful. Thank you. And you talked about your diary. So I'd love for you to just explain a little bit more to our listeners, because I think it could be a really valuable asset for them for their coming year. Oh, well, thanks for the opportunity. I think some people have gotten to this with me, people when we were the very first lockdown that using the diary was the one thing that helped them get through it, which to me was just wonderful because anything I create for people is for that purpose to help them feel supported and strong. So each uh, year is divided up into months and themes and the themes are based on the energy of the month that's coming. So if you get a lovely theme like balance and stability, then you know that actually what I'd be saying here is that the energies are going to be incredibly difficult and you need to focus <laughs> on being balanced and stable. But I don't explain it like that. Sure. You know, it's, oh, balance and stability. That sounds great. So no, it's really important this year that you focus on being balanced because things are going to come and knock you over. And so each month then starts with an invocation. I write it in the present tense and the idea is for someone to actually speak it out loud or to change the words to something that suits them and say, so this month I realized this, my intention is for this and I'm asking for that, you know, so change it around. And then I have an exercise, an energy exercise that you can do to embody the invocation and then a going deeper suggestion. And basically you have the whole month to do it. So I have dedicated people who read the invocation on the day, first day of the month do the exercise maybe three or four times a week during that month, or you could do it every day. It's something to just stop and connect, reconnect into your intention. And then 
peppered through the month are affirmations that are at the frequency of the intonation and the theme to okay. keep your energy at that. Yeah. And then there's space for you to write how you're feeling, what's coming up for you, what's difficult. And then there's um, reflections and check-ins and everything in the diary. So you basically have a whole year's worth of healing work yeah. documented so that at the end of the year, you go, oh my God, I feel exactly the same at the beginning of the year. What did I do? And then you look and say, oh yeah, I remember this. Oh no, I remember. So you can have it sounds like a wonderful companion, you know. Yeah, and the designer uses fabulous images as well, and it's very vibrant, and the colours are really kind of hold the frequency as well. So. Beautiful. And where can people find you? Well, I think now the diary's online, and we're down to the last couple of thousand copies. No, it's not even a couple. Of, there's, there's under a thousand left. We're, we usually sell out by January, but because people aren't going out to shops physically as much. However, this time last year, there was none left. So if people are interested, I think go to their online bookstore and see if it's there. You can probably even order it in and Amazon should have it. And then there's other, one... other books that I have. One Day at a Time Diary. I actually have it here. Yeah, let's have a look. One Day at a Time. Beautiful. 2022 Diary. Fantastic. Excellent. Amazing, Abby. That's fantastic. Thank you so much. So I appreciate you coming on and sharing your wisdom. Really appreciate your time. So just to sort of sum up I think what Abby was saying is it's really a year for you to choose your trajectory look at your higher self who you want to be and what is in the way of you becoming that person and then look at what needs to shift and change and set that intention that it is going to change but don't be surprised (laughs) when that stuff comes up Um, but can I just add to that that sometimes that's all you need to do Beautiful. You don't have to physically force or push any change, but what you do need to do is sit with yourself with compassion. Yes. So when you've recognized you've fallen into drama and resentment and jealousy and anger and you catch it, you say, oh, I've done it again. Which part of me is feeling the jealousy? Which part of me is feeling the anger? What do they need? And how could I heal them? So we can move on more consolidated. So kind of not see yourself as just you, but as you and all the aspects of you throughout your whole life and say, oh, it's my seven-year-old that needs some love today. Or it's my inner teenager that needs some love today. And yeah, that's kind of how how I would work. Beautiful, beautiful. And then obviously you can have your lovely diary as your companion. (laughs) And I've done online programs as well for healing inner child and healing inner teenager. I don't think there's many people have dealt with inner teenager and she can be very difficult you're in a teenager I can imagine it's droppy <laughs> slamming doors I've got four of them now so it's, it's fun fantastic thank you so much Abby I really appreciate you coming on the energy forecast 2022 and if you haven't already please do look at the link below and sign up for your free energy workbook and Abby is going to be doing some behind the scenes stuff with us now and she's also given us a beautiful exercise for the workbook So we will see you inside the workbook and we'll see you on our next show, which will be in about three days time. So what did you think to this interview? Hopefully you got some really good insights and you really now understand how you can implement the energy of 2022 into your life. Ready? Please do sign up for our free energy workbook. The link is here. You can sign up for your free energy workbook and inside the workbook are all of our experts giving you an exercise that you can do, that you can integrate and put into your life to make 2022 the best year yet. 
If you haven't already, please do subscribe to my channel. The interviews will be coming out from the 7th of January for the rest of January, all the way to the end of January. So if you haven't already, please do subscribe to my channel, like and share. And I really hope that you find a lot of value from the Energy 2022 forecast series.